Hello. So excited to be back to the podcast. So excited they've just thrown my pen on the floor by accident. But um, today I am recording this podcast while I'm having my dinner. I thought it would be a good time. It's a Sunday night. I thought it would be a good time to sit down and do a bit of recording. I am... Um, I'm not going to be re- like recording my actual eating, like while I'm eating. Because I find that the most annoying thing ever. I hate the sound of people eating. So I'm not going to be putting you guys through that. But um... I basically just thought I haven't recorded in a while and tonight felt like a good time to speak my thoughts. There's been a lot of reasons why I haven't really felt like recording the podcast. Um, you know, it's not like I've got a million fans waiting on me to release an episode. Shout out to my two loyal listeners though. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought, do you know what, I'm going to record an episode tonight. Got so many things to talk about. My first uh, episode I uploaded on the 2nd of April. It is now the 9th of July. So it's been four months, three months. So we've got a lot of things to talk about. Now I've just dropped my pen on the floor so I'm going to stop recording to pick that up. I'll be back in a minute. Now the first thing I actually have written down to talk about today on the podcast is actually um, written down being a child of divorce. Now that does actually link into a different topic I was going to talk about. I've actually decided today is probably not, not today sorry. Right now, don't think I'm going to bring in a heavy topic straight away. I'm actually going to tell you what I'm listening to. So, because I don't like the sound of my own voice and I don't really like sitting in silence, I've actually got my headphones on, um, a pair of Beats, noise cancelling headphones, and I'm listening to some music. And, um, you know, it is Speak Now week. Speak Now was released on a Friday morning, so two days ago. Speak Now Taylor's version, obviously. Um, And I'm listening to that at the moment. Well, I'm actually not listening to a song from that album, I lie. I've been listening to it a lot recently, and I'm about to listen to it. Um, so I've got some thoughts on that. Uh, but like right now I'm listening to Hey Now by London Grammar, but it's the Arty remix. Um, I love London Grammar. I'd recommend to anyone who hasn't listened to it. And considering Gracie and India are probably the only people that are going to listen to this. And I know you listen to, you have listened to London Grammar before. This doesn't matter. But um, Normal People, I think it's episode two, episode three episode where they're in the nightclub uh and they're like raising money for the school debutante deb's ball whatever it is um they go clubbing i think i think it's clubbing um and this song comes on and marianne's like dancing in slow motion so uh i thought i'd listen to this song uh because i do really like it and uh normal people is a great show and it's one of my favorites um Again, I'm pretty sure the only people that are going to listen to this podcast would have watched it before. But for anyone listening that hasn't, normal people 100% would recommend. But yeah, let's move on from that. Let's talk about Speak Now. So Speak Now Taylor's version, I am thoroughly enjoying. I'm a massive Taylor Swift fan. Um, And I'm loving all of the songs, obviously, that I've heard before, but re-released with a different voice. What I do like about it is um, her voice has matured a lot. So I think... Although the songs do sound a little different now, actually, because um, I think she's lost that kind of youthful country twang, which for some songs I'm kind of, I do miss it because um, I kind of feel like some of the songs are meant to have a kind of teenage angst. And I quite liked how you could kind of feel kind of the youthfulness, you know, a 19 year old Taylor Swift, she's angry, she's been dumped, she's been hurt, betrayed, whatever it is that she's been feeling. You kind of get that 
youthful pain through her voice and now her re-releasing these songs as a much older woman she's 30 something now 32 maybe um you know it's at least 13 years later it just sounds different not not bad different just different you know she's much more mature she's got a lot more strength in her voice um and I think it does change the tones of the song but I, I'm not hating it I just think it does you know songs like better better than revenge like it just doesn't quite sound the same um but I am loving like things like haunted it just sounds amazing Taylor's version um, I'm loving a lot of the songs from the vault uh especially electric touch fallout boy I was not expecting that one maybe I didn't know that Taylor Swift was a big fallout boy fan I don't know but just not expecting that one really enjoyed it um but yeah i am gonna put what am i gonna put on i'm gonna start with mean and obviously i've seen all this stuff about taylor lautner and taylor lautner's wife taylor lautner uh, for anyone that doesn't know taylor lautner's wife taylor lautner is taylor swift's ex-boyfriend who she wrote um back to december about pretty sure she did um he married a woman called Taylor, so they're Taylor and Taylor Lautner. Like Taylor Lautner married Taylor Lautner. Um, and Taylor Lautner and his wife Taylor Lautner went to a Taylor Swift concert, and he was, I believe, on stage, which is like you know a pretty big deal considering one of the songs on the album that was released that night was written about him. But I thought it was really sweet. I liked it. I think it was fun. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna stop talking about Taylor Swift. Actually, no, I'm going to bring up Taylor Swift and Gracie Abrams performing together. It was probably the highlight of my week. So Taylor's really given me a lot to think about this week and a lot to appreciate. Um, so I'm glad we talked about her. Maybe I can move on to the child of divorce thing now. Maybe I'll start with some Taylor Swift and then we can move on to it. So, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, I'm, I keep talking as if a million people are going to be listening to this, but they're not. But anyway, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, my parents are currently in the middle of a divorce. Um, They're separated, but not legally yet, so they're currently filing for divorce. Uh, I think they actually filed for divorce quite a while ago, but there's a lot of issues to do with um, not agreeing on who's going to get what money, what assets, that kind of thing. So, um, they are separated though. Um, I could have predicted this a long time ago. I said, you know, I remember at least three years ago saying that I thought my parents were going to get divorced. Anytime, you know, someone spoke, I spoke to someone about um, issues with my parents, the question was always raised, do you think they're going to get divorced? And always, it was all, my answer was always yes. Yes, they are. Um, I didn't think it was going to happen until I left for uni, but this year I didn't go to uni, I went on a gap year and uh, they decided to get divorced anyway. So I kind of did think it would happen when I left school. Um yeah funny story I actually dumped my ex-boyfriend when I found out he was talking to someone else really late on a Sunday night woke up Monday morning to start my shift at work my dad drove me to the train station and told me that Monday morning that my parents were getting divorced so it was like I ended my relationship although I did dump the guy it was obviously still a bit painful because you know I dumped him because I felt betrayed that he was you know sending something inappropriate to his ex-girlfriend uh, and the next morning my dad was like oh yeah your mother and I are going through difficulties and we've decided to separate and I was like oh well uh, I actually need to get on the tube otherwise I'm going to be late to work but thanks for that have a good day um, but anyway I think 
getting back on track, what I was trying to say is because I always knew my parents were getting divorced, they never had a perfect marriage. I never thought they had a perfect marriage. I don't think I've ever been under the impression that things were, you know, normal between them. Um, but I think as much as I thought I saw it coming, there was still a shock that I kind of felt when I was told it was like, oh, this is actually happening. You know, like I was never in denial about the fact that it was going to happen, but now that it's actually happening, it's like, oh, this is a bit different. Um, and I'm kind of in a in a situation in my life where it's like, actually, although I predicted this, I still had no idea what it was going to be like after. I mean, now I'm actually living through kind of being a child of divorce. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I think I'm trying to find the positives out of the situation, obviously, because there are negatives that come with your parents getting divorced. You know, I never thought it'd be a nice experience. I think I'm quite lucky that I've struggled a lot less than some people have accepting that their parents are getting divorced purely just because I think I accepted a long time ago that it was going to happen and I'm also you know 19 so I can I have some sort of insight into life I guess and I can approach it with a more mature mindset than you know maybe someone whose parents got divorced when they were five kind of sounds like I'm being like oh my god I'm smarter than a five-year-old that's not what I'm trying to say I'm just saying just because of where I am in my life, you know, I process the situation differently than someone would have when they were younger. Um, but yeah, because my parents are getting divorced now that I'm older, um, I don't experience, I think, a lot of the ne- negatives that people do. I obviously still do experience some negatives, but I'm actually finding there's a lot of positives in the situation in terms of what I am learning about myself and learning about life. And actually, it's one of those things when something in your life is kind of laying under the surface and you're kind of you are thinking about it but it's like is it really there is it really not when something actually comes up and it's like yes I can categorically say this is a thing I think it can make life easier so kind of accepting the issues in my parents marriage and how that affected me um I think it's become so much easier now that you know I can sit in my head and think okay they are getting divorced they've decided you know after all of these years it's finally time they're going to move apart they're going to live separately and you know I can continue my personal relationship with my parents without the issues of their marriage affecting my personal relationships with them um you know I no longer have to live being surrounded by their issues you obviously I still have to hear a lot of things and the actual divorce going on at the moment isn't the easiest but um I think what I've also learned quite a bit is how actually my parents' issues affected me quite a lot more than I thought they would. And what I can now do is separate myself from that and think actually Okay, Matilda. Right, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna talk about Matilda. So there's a song called Matilda by Harry Styles. Beautiful song. And um, it does make me cry sometimes. Um, And in the song, it's basically about a girl who wasn't treated very well when she was young. She never really had that, like, family experience that a lot of people do have. She didn't have a normal family. I don't relate to everything in this song, you know. I am still grateful that I did have parents around and I do have my mum. I don't have any siblings, but, you know, I did still have a mum that supported me. 
Um, but he says in the song, you can throw a party full of everyone you know and not invite your family because they never showed you love. You don't have to be sorry for leaving and growing up. Um, Matilda, you talk about the pain like it's all alright, but I know you feel like a piece of you's dead inside. It's like, I love this song purely just because of that lyric, you can throw a party full of everyone you know and not invite your family because they never showed you love. Because I think I'm a person who personally has built their own life based on what I want for myself. And it's different because some people have this family system built around them and they fall back onto this family support system and it's like you know they have beautiful loving families and it's like you know I'm sure they really appreciate that but I personally don't feel like I get that support from my family I don't feel like I have that kind of cradle net of these people that are loving and supporting and caring all the time and someone who really nurtured and encouraged me so what I feel like I've done instead is build my own support network and build my own family by making strong and solid friendships and I think that's really developed my friendships and made me have a much more I don't want to say mature because I don't want to be like oh my god I'm so mature but I think a more developed view on friendships and the importance of friendships in life because I actually did see a TikTok earlier that said um some this girl talking about how she hates when people say I don't know owe anyone anything I don't you don't owe anyone anything in life I agree in the sentiment of you don't owe anyone anything is in you don't know you don't owe people forgiveness if they've betrayed you you don't owe people skinny you don't owe people um like calm do you know what I mean like you don't owe someone certain reactions that's a completely different context in this context when this person said um that it's rude to say i don't know anyone anything because actually you do owe the people in your life love you do owe the people in your life respect you owe giving the people in your life the same amount of effort they put into you you owe being there for people you owe people compassion and consideration and loving because actually that is what friendship is built on and um, there are people in life that you know have support systems and have loving friends loving families and they don't give back and they have sort of more of a selfish nature where they say I don't owe anyone anything and actually from my personal experience you know I'm thinking of a couple people specifically that I've encountered and have spent time around that constantly talk about what they do and how they don't owe people things or how they don't have to do what other people say but actually they're the ones that complain most about how they're being treated you know they're saying I don't owe anyone anything I don't owe people the truth I don't owe people loyalty I don't owe people like being there for them I don't owe people my time I don't owe people xyz I don't owe people all of these different things yet they will turn around and complain oh this girl lied to me oh this girl's rude to me oh I thought she was a better friend blah 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 and it's crazy because it's like how can you have such high expectations of your friends but you are not willing to give back to the people in your life because what like what is going on with the quality of your friendships in your life 
you know, this is not a dick or hate to anyone. This is not me being like, oh, this person's a shit friend, this person isn't a shit friend. It's just more about actually appreciating the friendships in your own life and realising the more you put effort into the people in your life, the more you will get back from those friendships. And this is not like a tit-for-tat kind of thing, being like, oh, I can exploit my friendships if I... You know, it's not a trade-off of, like, a, a business deal. It's more just that you see actually how important these friendships are to you in life and understanding that what you do for other people is just as important as what people do for you. And I just have realised that more and more, realising that I actually enjoy giving and I enjoy... I think one of my love languages is gift-giving and I recently bought the guy I'm seeing a gift. And I was like, do you know what? Why am I so obsessed with buying people's presents? And it's because... I just have all these realizations where I'm like, I actually just love the people in my life. You know, I mean, the guy I'm seeing recently brought up that I loan too much money to my friends and maybe they're using me. And I was like, you know what, you do have a point, but at the same time, I am always willing to support the people in my life when they need me. I find it so hard when someone's in a moment of need to say no. You know, if someone says, can I get a lift? Even if I'm tired and I don't want to drive, I will give someone a lift and you know some people might say that like I don't I have a lack of boundaries that I should prioritize myself stand up for myself and that's true sometimes I don't prioritize myself enough and I think that's another thing that I'm working on in my life you know not perfect at all there's so many different dimensions and aspects to all of this but I think actually because I've stepped away from that traditional view of the perfect family and relying on my parents for everything I actually realize more how much I appreciate the other people in my life and I've been thinking about this recently because I saw a TikTok about the six different types of friendship and I thought oh wow you, you can actually categorize I hate to say you can categorize people in life but you can categorize the people in your life um, and I was looking at all these different types of friendship and I was like wow do you know what everyone in your life does have some sort of usefulness to you and not in a way you're using people but they are gonna have varying like sort of levels of usefulness and you know there's gonna be friends that you rely on for different things friends that are better at advice friends that are better when you're you know emotional and you're down friends that you're gonna call when you want to go on a night out um friends that you have similar passions with that you can share your hobbies with um friends that share similar ambitions your work besties that help you get through the work day your one friend that's your sandbox friend you know you may not be close anymore but you were close when you were younger so you still have that kind of familiarity and that's what creates the strength in your relationship not your common interests not any sort of um i guess yeah just things in common um, you don't have the same personalities that you used to when you were close, when you were young, but actually it's that, those ties that you have from your childhood that keeps that kind of strength in the friendship, if that makes any sense. Um, but yeah, you have all these sort of different types of besties and these people in your life. And then you see, it helps me understand that actually I don't need to be friends with everyone because you have these six categories of friends, these people in your life that serve different purposes and everyone outside of that it's like they're not not my friends but they're just not 
someone who's a, a main priority in my life. There'll be someone that I'll run into the club, I'll run into on the street, maybe they're an acquaintance, maybe they're just someone I don't see that often but I used to have a lot of love for and it's like these people still hold a place in my life. These still these people still have a position in my life, you know. Um, we catch up from time to time, it'd be nice to see them for a drink or two but actually you can't prioritise everyone in your life and maybe these people you do really like them but you don't have that much in common so they're not someone that you're going to spend a lot of time with maybe they're not someone you're super comfortable with but they're someone that's nice to talk to and it's kind of like I still appreciate those friendships in my life because it is nice when you run into someone at a club and you're like hey how are you like you know you may think of old memories but actually building that like family ties kind of friendship of those people in your closest inner circle I think personally in my life I believe is one of the most beautiful things um I read a book called friendaholics that touches a lot on this um and actually the importance of strong friendships in your life and how the happiest people are people who have around five close friends not the people that have one close friend and not the people that have 20 25 people they consider close friends it's the people that have varying levels of varying types of friends not okay i don't know quite how to explain this but people who have a close circle of a few people that they can really rely on and keep around them and it's like that's what i strive for i strive for a a close bond and a family type feel and it's like you know when i sat back and thought why do i strive for that why is that what i'm looking for it's because I don't think I got that fully through my own family. Um, and that's not a bad realisation. It's not hatred towards my parents. It's not resentment towards my upbringing. It's just, you know what, this is my personal core wound. Something that I've dealt with. And it's something that, you know, I heal through my adulthood. It's sort of, You know, you see it all over the internet. It's like your young adult behaviors are healing your inner child that's why everyone acts so differently as a young adult you step into your late teens early 20s and you just act all sorts of way because of your core wounds and these things that happened to you when you were younger um of all different topics all varying degrees of seriousness or what but anyway back to the besties thing i have a massive appreciation for my work besties um I know some people don't have close relationships with the people they work with or they might have semi-close relationships. Me personally, I love my work besties and when my work besties aren't in work, you know I will be sad and depressed at work and when they are there, I will have an amazing day. Sometimes I get up in the morning and the only thing that gets me to even get in my car and drive to work is my work besties. Honestly, my two work besties, I do love a lot of the people I work with my two closest I can tell them anything no judgment I have a shit day they're there to listen I have a great day they're there to listen they want to tell me about their shit day I'm like come on girl let's sit down let's talk um I don't bring a lunch into work one of them is willing to drive me to go get a lunch if I can't be bothered to drive myself you know I don't I try to quit vaping I'm not vaping at the moment but when I used to vape it'd be like oh I don't have my vape don't worry Louis got me it's like that person I just feel like I struggle a lot sometimes with work and not just because I don't it's not that I don't like my job I do like my job 
but sometimes you just have those days and honestly it's those work besties that get you through it and um I've known one of my work besties for about two three years now and the other one I've known for about four years now and the more and more I spend time with them I'm like I so appreciate these people because they are getting me through my day to day and I don't know what I'd do without them I honestly don't know what I'd do without them and they're part of that kind of realization of that feeling that's like although I do feel like I can rely on myself I don't mind relying on these people because I didn't feel like I could rely on my parents but as I'm getting into my young adult life and I'm slowly getting towards the end of my teen years I'm learning that actually I can rely on other people in life and I'm enjoying relying on other people you know you should never solely put your happiness on someone else and expect other people to fully make you happy you should still have a strong sense of self you should still be striving to improve yourself and doing things for yourself and all that sort of stuff I can have I could talk for hours and hours on a whole other episode about um your sense of identity and your sense of self but this is just more about finding that perfect balance of yes I can rely on other people and actually yes I would like to create strong long-lasting friendships and relationships um with all the people that come in and out of my life but at the same time what was I saying I've got I've gone on a complete tangent um but yeah I think before I did have a bit of a fear maybe of letting people get close to me because I couldn't rely on my parents and I didn't want to have to rely on someone else because it's like I think you get a bit hardened up to the thought of relying your happiness on other people about allowing yourself to be loved but actually every single person deserves to be loved and if you give yourself an opportunity to be loved the way you deserve you realize how important these relationships are to teaching you things to helping you develop as a person to keeping you going day to day so yeah that's what I've been thinking about recently. I, again, could go on for hours and hours about this, but I do have a couple more things I want to bring up. We're only at 26 minutes, bloody hell. Um, I'm not actually not going to touch on the second topic I was going to talk about. I think that's a whole different episode I can do. Um, okay, so books. I'm going to be talking about books and money, and then I'll end this episode up finally eating my dinner i said i was going to eat my dinner while recording the podcast but i have not i've been recording for 26 minutes straight and not eating anything so book i'm currently reading is being human um by lewis dartnell 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 yeah dartnell um and it's being human how our biology shaped world history i am really liking this one i absolutely love concepts in sociology i love biology i love psychology um and when these topics are interlinked it makes me so happy um because i think having an explanation and having an understanding in foundational human behaviors helps me understand myself and life and the world around me so much and for me logically because of my love for biology my understanding of biology and also just my love for logic understanding human behavior through evolutionary biology 
I just enjoy so much. There's so many things in this book. I don't want to ruin any of it. I mean, it's not like it's a storyline, but I don't want to ruin any of the kind of things that you can discover. But there's all sorts of things here about behaviour in sleep, behaviour in groups, behaviour in families, behaviour in siblings. Um, like, behaviours in sex and reproduction. Like, all sorts of different things. It's like... That alcohol, like, all sorts of different things that happen in society and all sorts of different complex topics yeah there's even an explanation like biological explanation on nepotism in here and it's just like wow i never would have known um same as i absolutely love a book called um lifetime i'm reading that one at the moment as well i'm a bit like rory stewart i don't know if anyone knows who rory stewart is but rory stewart is a xmp and he now I think works for a charity he's a podcaster with Alistair Campbell and they uh created the podcast I don't know speak on the podcast the rest is politics which is my favorite podcast um and he's always talking about how he reads about four different books a day and he can doesn't always finish his books because he's always reading a million and one books I'm a being a bit of a Rory Stewart at the moment I've got a couple books on the go which is not great um because I like to be able to finish them um, but Lifetime is by uh, Russell Foster. And I'm really loving Lifetime. It's a book about sleep and circadian rhythms and your body clock. Um, and how understanding sleep can like revolutionise your life. I'm absolutely loving that one because I'm a massive sleeper. And I love understanding how it can affect me and my day-to-day life and affect other people as well. I think I just love understanding things. Like there's so many con concepts complex concepts that's what i'm trying to say there's so many complex concepts in life that we have to deal with as people and i think some people get by perfectly fine ignoring them not caring um i think it all depends kind of who you are as a person and um, some people understand some things don't understand other i want to know everything i want to know why people do what they do i want to know how i why i feel how i feel i think understanding the complexities of life helps me get by so much and I actually enjoy learning and developing my thoughts by learning about the complexities of life and I think these kind of books that I'm reading at the moment are really giving me that ability now obviously there's so much more to learn and um it's not turning me into some sort of all-knowing god of wisdom who can perfectly navigate life now I wish I wish I could perfectly navigate life just based on what I've read but actually I think it's just a sense of knowledge, a sense of comfort. I guess I do feel a bit comforted knowing that humans are just humans and it's just our biology. At the end of the day, everything can be bla- like like understood and all behaviour can be explained through biology and psychology, which I think is actually slightly comforting. I mean, for me at least, I think for everyone is different. Some people get booked out by it. People get freaked out when they learn about our animalistic natures and all that kind of thing. It's like, I get it. Everyone's got different passions and understandings. I think I'm blabbing on a bit here, but yeah. They're just the books I'm reading at the moment, and I'm enjoying both of them quite a bit. Um, Last topic we want to talk about tonight is money. Spending money and feeling guilt. So, I feel a lot of guilt when spending money yet I still spend it um and I go through periods of 
not spending money on certain things that I should be spending money on. Like, I haven't bought a new pair of shoes in about a year and a half, two years, and my shoes are getting knackered. Like, I need a pair of shoes. My shoes are absolutely knackered. And it's actually ridiculous at this point, the fact that I am not buying new shoes. I don't have any clean white shoes. It's actually embarrassing. My favourite shoes, my Converse, the soles are literally coming out and they squeak so badly when I walk and I need to get a new pair of shoes. But I can't bring myself to do it because of how much shoes cost. Yet tell me why I could spend £120 on pyjama sets today. I don't know. I think sometimes I just want that little dopamine release when you get when you buy something you really want. I think I've been okay recently at sort of spending a lot of time considering whether I want to buy something or not and not buying on impulse. Um, but I did buy a really expensive Reformation dress last week as well. So now that I think about it, I have spent a lot of money. But it's not like I'm not working enough to pay it off. I'm not using anyone else's money. It's my money that I'm working a lot for. You know, I've been working a lot of hours at work. I've calculated that this week I'm going to be working 48 hours, which is ridiculous. 48 hours is a lot of hours. But it's like, do you know what? It's okay. I think it actually might be just under 48, because I don't know if I took... Now I'm thinking about my calculations, I don't think I took out my lunch break for a couple of the days but either way let's say it's about 45 hours that's a lot of hours and it's like but the money i'm making i can spend however i want but i have been trying to invest so i've opened a couple savings accounts um, and i'm going to be actually dedicating some of my time to learning how to invest because if i can balance out my like fiscal responsibility with my regular spending I feel better about it I guess but at the end of the day I don't want to hold myself back from spending money because I want to enjoy the simple pleasures in life and I want to enjoy those little joys that you can get from things like matching pyjama sets I mean I'm wearing one of the pyjama sets right now and I am comfy and I feel good and I know it's such a bad like thing to think that you have to look good all the time but look good feel good for me does work if I am wearing something like a matching pyjama set, I feel good because I think I look good, regardless of whether it's actually flattering, whether it's actually sexy or whatever. It's just more... I just like that it's matching, and I think it's cute. I even bought a, a scrunchie that matches a pyjama set. I bought the matching scrunchie because I was like, ah, oh, it's fun. I love sm- fun things. I love things like miniature things, like half-pint glasses. Um, the guy I'm seeing the other day told me that he uh, stole some, not stole, took some glasses from work that he was allowed to take. He works at a pub. And um, I just got really excited just by the thought that maybe they were half pints because I love things that are miniature versions of other things. And the thought that he might have gotten me half pint glasses, I was so excited. Don't want to put him in an accent. But um, yeah. I have blabbed on quite a bit uh, this episode, so I hope it was coherent, I hope it made sense, I hope people have kind of understood something from this. I'm definitely going to listen back to this podcast episode and think what can I actually break down further and what kind of things can I talk about tailing off from these conversations. Um, I actually would love to talk about sense of self, I think I'm definitely going to write that down as something I should talk about next time. But yeah. 
hope everyone is well i hope everyone goes listen goes and listens to uh speak now taylor's version um go watch some normal people if you want i'm actually watching the bear right now i'm re-watching the end of season one uh, to get myself ready to watch the new season season two um so i'm really excited for that uh, so i'm gonna go do that now um i hope everyone has a great week don't know if I'll do another episode this week just because I'm going to be quite busy with work and if I'm not working I'll probably be socialising or sleeping or I'm trying to get back into yoga so I might be doing that but if not I will see you guys next time maybe it won't be for another three months knowing me it probably won't be for another three months but who knows but good night.